تعالى نستهديه ونستغفره نعوذ به سبحانه وتعالى من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهد الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده صدق وعده ونصر عبده وعز جنده وهزم الاحزاب وحده لا شيء قبل ولا شيء بعد مخلصين له الدين ولو كره الكافرون واشهد ان سيدنا وحبيبنا وعظيمنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم عد الامانه وبلغ الرساله ونصح الامه وكشف الغمه وابد الله ربا حتى اتاه اليقين صلى الله عليه وعلى اله في كل ان وحين وارض اللهم عن ازواجي وذرياتي واصحابي واحبابي والتابعين وانا معهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين عباد الله انصحكم ونفسي العاثمه بتقوى الله اهثكم واياها على طاعته اهذركم واياها وبال مخالفه جل وعلا ومعصيته استفتحوا بالذي وخير يقول ربنا عز وجل في المحكم بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل ان كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله a portion of an ayah fi surah ali imran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying which means say if you love allah follow me follow the messenger ayah mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love you it's as if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us this deen of al-islam starts with love mahabba qul in kuntum tuhibbun and then ittiba which following and then the end result is love love follow then love let's look at the asbab al-nuzul of this ayah the reason of revelation of this specific ayah al-thalabi and al-qurtubi and some of the mufassirin they mentioned that this was in the response of the christians of the najran when they came to al mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam they said we worship the messiah out of love of god sure we worship the messiah out of love of god okay <coughs> so you claiming that you have love and your love leads you to worship a human being so in that aspect the quran comes a response so if you claim qulin kuntum tuhibbun if you claim that you love allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's only one way for us to prove or to see or to validate your claim which is ittiba'ur rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam follow the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and other of the mufassirin they say that that was in the response of the quraish and if you remember allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the quran says when the quraysh say 
We don't worship the idols just out of we want to worship them. No, no, no. We want to worship them because so that they can bring us close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and attain His love. But you see, the prioritization of the Quran is different. My beloveds, this thing is deen of love. And in today, we've dwarfed our deen into a list of do's and don'ts. And we've dwarfed the deen into a lot of information without transformation. And the deen has a lot of, you know, ta'asubi, a lot of, you know, hatred if somebody disagrees on you with a matter of the deen. But that is not the deen of Islam. How do we know that? Let's look at the lives of some Sahaba. Sayyidina Umar, I'm going to give you two hadith, which seems contradicting. Hadith Sahih, which seems contradicting, and you will see why love is really important in Islam. One hadith is by Amir al-Mu'minin Abu Hafs, Umar bin Khattab, radiallahu anhu. Fi Sahih al-Imam al-Bukhari. So if anyone, you know, will be like, oh, are you calling... You know, don't bring bid'ah stuff. Imam al-Bukhari. Sayyidina Amir al-Mu'mineen says, Atar Rajul, a man came during the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And his name was Abdullah. Kana yulakabu Himar. And they used to nickname him Himar. Nonetheless, these Sahaba used to have drinking problem. He was an alcoholic. Drinking problem. Every time they bring him to the Messenger, you know, every single time. And then one of the Sahabas, you know, just like us, will be here every single time, Yani. He say, Allah. May the curse of Allah be upon you. Every single time, Yani, you don't feel ashamed in front of the Messenger. You have to be brought every time. And shuf our beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-Mustafa. And if you hear the names of al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I want to see lips and hearts moving. Because he, al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Man, who is the bakhil, who is the stingy person? A person whom hears my name and doesn't send salam upon me. So we don't want to be among the stingy. If you hear the name of al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we should all our lips, but our hearts before the lips should move. Sallallahu alayka ya Sayyid ya Rasulullah. So the Prophet intercepted and told him, La tal anu, don't curse him. For wallahi ma alimtu, innahu yuhibbu Allah wa Rasul. By Allah, I know that he loves Allah and his messenger. What? You vouching for a drunkard man? Just keep that hadith in mind and I'll give you, counteract this hadith with another hadith. Hadith Abu Sayyid al-Khudri, radiallahu anhu, fi sahih imam Muslim. The Prophet sallallahu used to distribute stuff, and then a person, a man, named as Dulukhuay Sara, wa huwa rajul min bani tamim. He told him, Eidil ya Muhammad, be just O Muhammad. And as we all know, who is more just than our beloved sallallahu alayhi wa Is there anyone who is more just than him? <coughs> but some people, by nature, are rude. 
disrespectful. Omar radiallahu anhu, as you know, is like, let me take care of him. He's ready to jump the trigger, right? So let me take care of him. Mm. Al Mustafa sallallahu says, no, just leave him alone. But he says something so profound. Just pay attention. And I want you to lend me the ears of your heart before your physical ears. What did he say? Al Mustafa gave some wasiyah and some advice and told him some information. And that today we might see it apparent and it might seem appealing. But that is not the objective nor the end goal of this deen. He says, this person will have, will have as husband a people like him. Yaqiru ahadukum salata hu ma'asalatihim. One of you, who is he speaking to? Sayyidina Omar, wa Abu Bakr, wa Ali, wa Uthman, and the Kibarul Sahaba, not me and you. You will belittle your prayers to their prayers. And you will belittle your siyam to their siyam. Again, mind you, it's not my salah and your salah. Salawufu, Omar, wa Abu Bakr, wa Ali, wa Uthman, radiallahu anhum. My salah and yours is not even in the picture. He's telling him, if you compare your salah and your siyam according to theirs, you will belittle yours. You'll be like, I'm a hypocrite. I'm not doing that because of, you know, how appealing it is from the outward. But from the inward, it's void. Yani, what does that mean? The objective of this deen is not the mechanics of worship. For sure, Al-Islam asked us to perfect our worship. Perfect our worship. But that is not the end goal, nor the objective of this deen. The objective is, wasjud, waqtarib, the connection. The objective, we come close. We have that qurb with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have that closeness, that love, that attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Through this wasai, through this means of worships and being good. One sahaba was drunkard and the Prophet sallallahu was vouching for him. One from the outward, mechanical, physical, whatever you want to call, excellent. But the Prophet Sallallahu is, you know, is telling him. And the end of that hadith, sorry, I forgot that. The Prophet Sallallahu said, they will leave this deen as the arrow leaves its bow. What? They will leave this deen as the arrow leaves its bow. We see this. We have a lot of information, but we don't have transformation. Because we lack the essence and the spiritual sense of love. Because it's not about the mechanics. It has to be coupled with the spirituality. And that's why, wallahi, and Allah bears witness to me. I love this community because of that unique aspect that it has. The aspect of love in it. That is something that Maybe you've noticed it and you're taking it for granted.
But wallahi, wallahi, you guys are blessed to have somebody like Sheikh Tariq, Hafidahullah Ta'ala, wa radiallahu an. And Imam Tarif, wallahi, you guys are blessed. And to have the community like you. Right? And I'm going to give you one hadith. Why the essence of love is important. And if you remember the hadith of seven people whom will be shaded, will be granted shade on the day of Jannah, on the day of judgment, when there's no any other shade. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us and our deceased those shade, inshallah. But if you remember, one of those person, one of those people out of the seven is Ar-Rajul Qalbuhu Mu'allaq Bil Masjid. A person whose heart is attached to the masjid. What is a masjid? Bricks? Stone? <coughs> yani, if you get attached to a building or some bricks, you will attain salvation. How about if we get attached to people? But not only people, if we get attached to Ahlullah, the people of Allah. But not only the people of Allah, what if we get attached to the prophets? But not any other prophet, but what if we get attached to Al Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? What do you, if a building can grant you shade? What about if you have that ta'alluq ma'a Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and I'm asking you this question. We just finished the month of Ramadan. Where is our heart with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Where is our heart with Al Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Because, my beloveds, we want to have information, but if it's not transforming us, it's not getting us to the point. Yani, if you have love in this deen, the information that you have will be turned into transformation. And that transformation will become realization. <coughs> that's the point. And that's the point, my beloved. If you look at the objective of Islam is mahabba, love, to all, to everyone. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to enwrap us with his love and the love of Al Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because, my beloved, if we don't have love in our deen, we don't have the deen. So I usually say, no love, no deen. No love, no deen. And I'm not taking this out of my pocket. Bismillahir Rahman Rahim. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to us. May yartadda minkum an dinihi fasofa yati Allah biqawmin yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbuna. Does that say? All you who believe, if anyone of you departs this din, if you leave this din, we think because, it's because of a philosophical issue, maybe because of a qida issue, maybe because of iman, no, my beloveds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace you with the people you have whom. He loves them when you have buna. 
and they love him subhanahu wa ta'ala it's not because of aqeedah or philosophical or because you know post 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 modernity even not even post modernity we are in post post modernity not because of that because you lack an aspect of love you hibbuhum does that verse when i first read it i i read over and over again it was like wait a minute hibbuhum allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace you with the people whom he does Oh, first it has to be love, and that's why you see the prioritization of the Quran. It says that love generates following, not the other way around. The world, modern world today, tells us that follow, then you love. But why is that notion not that strong? Because I might follow out of gain. I might follow out of fear but al-quran came to prioritize and then ittiba and then you love then you follow why because and then if you go back to the hadith of sayyidina umar about abdullah the drunken man after that he stopped drinking because my beloved if you change the heart the limbs will follow but if we keep changing the limbs without correcting the heart, we're not getting anywhere. And that's why if you all remember the hadith of Noman bin Bashir, the junior sahaba fi Sahih Imam al-Bukhari, inna fil jasadi mudgha idha salahat salahat jasadu kullu wa idha fasadat fasadat jasadu kullu ala wa hiyal Al-Mustafa is telling us, indeed there is a piece of flesh in a human body. And if it sounds good, excellent, then the whole body is excellent, sound, beautiful. But if it's diseased, corrupt, evil, then the whole body is what? Evil. And what is that, Ya Rasulullah? the heart if we don't cultivate our hearts with the mahabba of al-mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the ultimate mahabba of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we will be corrupt the body that's why al-quran emphasizes on that tarbiyah that suluk, that tazkir, that tasawwuf that we all speak about. That is why it's important because of that aspect. Because it's an ingredient of worship. It's an ingredient of worship. The Asufiya radiallahu anhum used to say, Al-lisanul hal afsahu min lisanil maqal. The tongue of hal that is feels spiritual statements is better than a tongue or somebody whom is just filled with talks, but there's no walking. We can talk the talk, but it's another thing to walk the walk. In summary, the Deen of Al-Islam came to tell us to love Al-Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
so that we can follow him. There's only one ultimate, one litmus test of our proof to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in the following. It's as if that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, you cannot follow the messenger sallallahu if you don't even, in the first place, have the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That prioritization is key. That prioritization is key. And that is the message, my beloveds, that I have for you today. Let's love humanity at large, regardless of the differences, regardless of anything. First, love yourself, love your family, love your friends, and then love humanity at large. Wallahi, the world today is deprived of love. Wallahi, the world today is deprived of love. And as Muslims, our message is a message of love. You see, we have this, you know, bad image because of some few people misrepresenting us who don't have this aspect of love. A lot of information, a lot of mechanics, but no transformation, let alone realization. In short and in summary, the beloved subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam out of love, for love, through love, and to love, inshallah. And that is the message of Al-Islam. And with that, <coughs> I tell you all, and I really mean it, I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for sure I have interest in that. I told you, people follow out of gain or fear, but I am following out of gain in this aspect, right? And I say I love you guys. What? Because if you remember, out of the seven people who are, will be shared the shade of Jannah, who is the other one? And those people who love each other for the sake of? I have gain in that. I have gain. And inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nourish and cultivate and uh, fill this community with a lot of love. You know, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the love of his messenger, the love of the awliya, and the love of everyone, the big and the young, the small and everyone, inshallah. And with that, inshallah, maybe couple action items. How can we then get to that transformation that we speak? The transformation is nothing else. The last time that I was here, I told you to make a hundred salawat al Mustafa sallallahu How many of us were doing that on a regular basis? Hundred per day. Anyone did it? Continuously? Inshallah, no problem. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us health. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us wealth and everything. Now, inshallah, for us to leave the talk and walk the walk, inshallah, we all pledge today, Ya Allah, Grant us the opportunity to send a hundred istighfar, a hundred salat ala nabi, a hundred da ilaha illallah. We pledge. You know, sometimes people come here for fundraising. I come for fundraising, but a spiritual fundraising. You know, we have account, inshallah, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will help us. It's not about only the bank accounts. We need to fill that, inshallah, and be generous to our masjid. But not only that, let's be generous to our hearts. 
and now I come. As you know, we have today a janaza of our, our beloved brother who was here with us the day before yesterday. But out of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and out of his love, he took him to where, you know, is better than here. What a better abode if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes you. You know, the awliya of Allah, when they depart, they, when they depart this one, la hope, they don't have no fear. So, it's not for us to cry for him, but rather to cry for ourselves. Because he knows where he's supposed to be. And inshallah, we will be united with him under the shade, inshallah. And ma'ar Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa He is going to join his beloved, Al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa and the Sahaba, and the Kibar of the Awliya. But where are we? Where are we? A lot of times, we tend to be sad. Yes, it's our brother, we love him. But guess what? Allah loved him more than you. Allah brought him here, and he's the same one who loved you, him. And he was his chance. Alhamdulillah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant him Jannah to those without, you know, any account. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enshroud him with the purest and the whitest of cloth. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the angels to be his re recipients in the grave. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his grave to be filled with noor. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his grave to be the gardens of Jannah, inshallah. But that tend to, you know, let's, focus, let's think, now it's for us. You know, the Arabs, they have this couplet of poet when they, when they say, Everyone is dead, but the people of love are alive. And our brother, inshallah, I think is people of love. He's not dead, but he just transitioned from this Hayatul Dunyawiya to the Barzakh. When Sayyidina Bilal, radiallahu anhu, left this world, you know, he was happy because he told his wife, I'm going to meet my Ashad, I'm going to meet my beloveds. So that happened for him. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make for us the day we pass from this dunya the best of days. Because that we, that's what we want to think about. Because it's all about love. If you have love of Al-Mustafa you don't worry about these things. Because you know your place. Because if you, I can remind you of the hadith, and I'm going to finish with this, of Anas bin Malik. A man came to the Prophet and asked him, When is the day of judgment? And Al-Mustafa asked him, and a lot of times we, we tend to ask these irrelevant questions, to be honest. The Prophet you know, asked him, Ma what have you prepared for it? Okay, now you ask me the day of judgment. Don't ask me the day of judgment. What have you prepared for that day? And I'm going to ask you, my beloved, what have we prepared for the day that will depart this world? <coughs> we all have this chance. This might be my last chance. Maybe I cannot make it to the next minute. It's a reality. Maybe I cannot make it to the following day. Maybe I cannot make it to the next month. I don't know. But it's upon us 
to prepare for that reality and that moment. And there's a lot of people. And we want to have that day where a lot of people will be present for our janazah. Inshallah. So the Prophet asked him, what have you prepared? The guy, you know, he said, you know, I did not prepare much of salah. You know, just my faraj, alhamdulillah. Siyam, no much siyam, faraj, alhamdulillah. But Wallahi, I love Allah and His Messenger. What did he say? Say, Wallahi, I love Allah and His Messenger. And the Prophet told him, Al Mar'u Ma'aman. A person is with whom he loves. My beloved, the message of love and love and love and love. Aquli Kauli Hada wa Sakfullah Lilakum. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Kama Amar, wa Ashadu Allah, Ilaha Illah, Wahdahu, La Sharika, La Iraman, Liman Jahadabi, Wakafar, Wa Ashadu Anna Sayyidana Muhammad and Shafi al Mushafak al Mahsha, Salilahum Alehi, Wala Ali, and Al Fikhi, one other, Wal Ilmi, Wal Asad, Wala Mambi Atharim Muktafa, Atada, whatever. Itakulla, Dim Hakatawa, Rakibu, Murakabat, and Mayala, Mayatakit, be unnoyara. Tazawadum in Duniakum, the Aheratikum, Amala, you hit Buhu, Yarda. اعلموا انه لا يضر وينفع ويؤتي ويمنع ويحصل ويرفع الا الله ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا محمد I have a couple announcements before we make dua. And inshallah, our beloved Sheikh Tariq, he had an emergency that he had to take care of. Inshallah, today the Sira class will be cancelled. And uh, other announcement is uh, Osman Mili's mother, Shamsa Hassan, is uh, suffering a lot of illness. And inshallah, we make dua for her. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this illness a source of our purification. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant her shifa. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy upon her. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make all this suffering on her mizan and hasanat, inshallah. And inshallah, we, I see that uh, Sister Husni Arahuk, who passed away two days ago in Bangladesh, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy upon us all. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make her grace on the guidance of Jannah. And then finally, at the end of this, we'll have the janazah of uh, Captain uh, Mukamil Farhad, uh, inshallah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, to enshroud him with the purest of cloth and grant him Jannah to Firdaus And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this transition from this world to the next a smooth transition for him. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to illuminate his grave. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to expand his grave. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make his grave from the gardens and the you know places of Jannah. Because as we know that your Jannah starts there. Right? So inshallah, may Allah grant him that. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower upon his mercy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower upon him his love and unconditional forgiveness, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevate him each and every moment. And inshallah, if we remember him, inshallah, let's make dua for him. Amen. For there's nothing else we can do except to benefit him. May, let's make fatiha for him always. 
you know that's something that will help him and if he he has kids brothers and family and relatives after each and every salah and this is the practice that i do and i'm gonna share with you every friday after the juma khutbah i make dua for the beloved people whom by name my grandfather my aunt my in-laws all those people I make dua for them, each one of them by name Fatia will take 10 minutes, not much. And your Fatia will reach for them. And if you give something good, give it in their name. Right? And inshallah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept the fasting that He made. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as He promised, grant Him Jannah to Firdaus. Right? And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant Him the company of Al Mustafa وسلم, in the grave. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, grant us love, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon us. If there's anyone who's having illness, Ya Allah, we ask you to turn those diseases into ease, inshallah. Akuli qawli hada wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa astaghfiruhu innahu wa ghafur rahim. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam aqimu salam. Allahu Akbar, Allah.